Welcome to the Transcend Human Podcast. My name is Daryl McMullen, and this is a show dedicated to understanding the human condition, how it impacts us, and how we can rise above it. We are a community that values truth, transparency, growth, and love on the road to living lives that serve a higher purpose. Good morning, everybody out there. Welcome back to the Transcend Human Podcast. Happy Monday to you. Uh, It is January 4th, 2021. I think we're going to really get used to saying 2021 uh, after the year that uh, 2020 has been. At least we can keep our fingers crossed. Uh, But this is actually the first episode of season two. Can you believe that? It's already been a full year uh, that we've been together. But before we walk down memory lane a bit more, uh, let's do a quick minute of transparency just to kick off the new year. We'll call this one the Apple Dilemma. So I'm not sure where you fall on the whole Mac versus PC thing, but I do know that it can be a very divisive thing for many people. And when I think back, my first real experience with this was probably back in high school. Uh, I went to a boarding academy and one of my friends had a Mac. His dad was a doctor, so he had a lot of nice things. And the Mac was just one example of the life of privilege that he had enjoyed. Funny story, this was so long ago that the dean in the dormitory didn't even have rules set up for that sort of thing. Uh, He literally had to create a new set of rules that year uh, for computers just so that my friend could have it in his room. Uh, But the point of this story is that I began to associate owning Apple products with having money. My next experience was uh, out in the workforce. I think I had been um, out working for three or four years and I had pretty much used Dell laptops exclusively. So I was on the PC side and I I wound up sharing an office with a younger guy who was 100% Apple fanboy. Uh, And like my previous friend, he had obviously enjoyed a life of privilege in which every device he had ever owned uh, came from the wonderful, fabulous world of Apple. And he let me know it. Uh, In fact, he had nothing good to say about PC and wasn't shy about letting me know just how superior his products were to mine. Again, this reinforced my belief that Apple products were for those with money. And based on the way the guy acted, I was actually glad I wasn't part of that world. My final experience with this level of divisiveness uh, kind of came from the other direction. So it came from the world of IT. And I've had probably anywhere from three to four IT professionals that I've had to work with over the years, and most of them were PC to the core. Uh, They made fun of Apple and did everything in their power to remain PC shops versus allowing this new fruit into their environment. Even as recently as this year, uh, I had an IT guy send out an email that said something like, uh, if you are lucky enough to have a PC, you can ignore this email. Really? Still in this day and age of dual platform, um, you know, we're still going to pick sides and put down those on the other side? Anyway, uh, it presents a very difficult situation as well when it's your IT department at your place of employment, right? Because they kind of hold the keys to the kingdom. They hold a level of control over your technology uh, that can definitely go to their heads if they aren't careful. 
But enough of that, back to my original story. So at some point along the way, uh, we as a family uh, slowly started moving from PC or Google or Android to Apple products. It started slowly, right, with our kids getting iPods at a very young age. Then at some point my wife decided she wanted to try out the iPhone uh, and eventually the kids upgraded their iPods to iPhones. And at some point I was the Lone Ranger uh, I think I was on a Google Android device at the time. Um, and I was the Lone Ranger who was not using Apple products. So I decided I would bite the bullet and move over with them so that we could all be part of the same uh, Apple ecosystem. And as everyone knows, once you go Mac, there's no going back, right? Apple isn't dumb. They build this dependency into their ecosystem. Everything from iMessage to family sharing to iCloud storage, they just have ways of getting you hooked into that system uh, and make it harder for you to leave. Now, I'm not going to bash Apple for this. In fact, most other companies have adopted a similar strategy, right? If you go all in PC, you'll have a similar system or ecosystem. If you go all in with Google, you'll have the same thing. So you'd think that Apple products would just work right? That whole you get what you pay for thing, right? Back to my, my thought that Apple products are only for the well-off. Well, on some level, yes, they are beautiful products with a lot of cool features. And when things work, they really work well. But unfortunately, they don't always work. In fact, uh, I once sat in a keynote speech by an Apple evangelist named Guy Kawasaki, and he actually said that part of their original strategy was to ship crap. He said that we knew that things would work out in the long run, we would work out the bugs in the future, uh, but we had to ship it as it was, even if there were problems. And needless to say, I've been the benefactor of that in a number of different situations with Apple products that we've had. Um, you know, I've had numerous Apple products crap out on me at the most inopportune times. Everything from batteries dying quickly or not holding a charge, to MacBooks dying out of the blue and requiring new motherboards, logic boards, things like that. And this Christmas was no different. Uh, we got our daughter a new iPhone, uh, and because she has so many pictures on her phone and videos, I wasn't able to back up her uh, iPhone to a MacBook. So I did the next logical thing. I downloaded all of the pictures and videos, deleted them off her phone, and then did the backup so that she could restore her new phone from that backup. Unfortunately, just because something seems logical uh, doesn't mean it will always work in the Apple ecosystem. And after pulling my hair out for days, uh, I came to the unfortunate conclusion that I had made a mistake. All of the pictures and videos were backed up in Google Drive and on her computer, but you cannot easily put them back into her camera roll on her phone. I was so frustrated, mad at myself, mad at Apple, and sad that I couldn't just snap my fingers and fix it for my daughter. Now the hardcore Apple folks are probably laughing right now and saying, well, if you had just paid for iCloud storage, you wouldn't be having this problem. You know, simply log into your new iPhone and all of your photos and videos would sync back to your device. And that's true. And at $3 a month for 200 gigabytes, maybe I shouldn't be arguing with them. However, it's back to that hole stuck in the Apple ecosystem and having to pay for it that I wasn't a fan of. But even if I did decide that 
paying for iCloud was a good idea, it's too late for my daughter. Uh, trying to upload the massive library into her iCloud account just throws errors, and it will only allow specific types of images to be uploaded. So I gave up, threw in the towel, and admitted that I couldn't fix it for her. So why is this the minute of transparency? I really don't know. That is a great question. Uh, I just thought I would be transparent about my love-hate relationship with Apple and some of the fun that I got to have over the Christmas holiday. But let's move on. Uh, today's topic is Transcend Human Revisited. In this episode, we're going to discuss how did this start again, where did we come from, and where are we going. Number one, how did this start again? Like I said at the top of the show, this is the first episode of season two. So I thought it would be good to go back and do a quick refresh on what Transcend Human is uh, and why we're even doing it in the first place. So for those of you who have followed along since the beginning, this will sound familiar. Uh, in episode 10, uh, I went into great detail on this if you're interested in going back and kind of revisiting that episode. Uh, but back in November-ish, I guess, of uh, 2019, uh, I started thinking about some things and I had an idea that just wouldn't go away. I kept thinking about the fact that we're all part of this thing, uh, this thing I call the human condition, and that there really is no escaping it, right? It doesn't matter who you are, how rich you are, how much power you have, uh, what kind of a family you're part of, what color you are, what gender you are, how old you are, etc. Uh, it just doesn't matter. The human condition is something that we all have to navigate. And based on my work in the field of mental health, um, I also understood this concept pretty well. When you encounter something that is out of your control, you still have control over how you respond to it. Let me say that again. Uh, when you encounter something out of your control, you still have control over how you respond to it. So you can't control the fact that the human condition exists, but you can control your response to it. And this is the simple fact that kind of led me to the, the concept that became transcend human. So it's this idea that even though we can't control the human condition, we can learn to transcend it or rise above it in some way. Because really we have two options, right? We can let the human condition roll us right? We can live as victims, we can react to things that life throws at us along the way, or we can choose to be proactive. We can choose how we want to respond to the things that the world throws at us in advance. So this rolled around in my brain for the rest of the year, and by December, uh, I just knew that I had to do something about it. So the easy thing would have been to start blogging, right? I love to write, and I had blogged for years back when I was, uh, when I was working as a web director at a church in the Midwest, um, I had a uh, kind of a technology blog uh, that I did, and I blogged on a regular basis. Uh, but for some reason, blogging didn't really seem to interest me at the time. So that left me with the following. I could write a book, but unfortunately, this would take a really long time. And unless it was published, there's really no bang for your buck. Next, I could start a YouTube channel. That was super popular. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm not huge on being the one on camera, and I just couldn't see myself doing that. Or the other option was to start a podcast, which seemed kind of like a happy medium for me. So I didn't have to be on camera, 
But there's also a lot of bang for the buck with the popularity of podcasts and the ability to put out content quickly and easily on a regular basis. And so that's what I did. And the first episode went live on January 13th, 2020. Number two, where did we come from? So looking back over uh, season one, I would probably clump the episodes that we did into three buckets. Bucket number one is explanatory episodes. So these were the episodes early on that helped flesh out what Transcend Human was all about. Uh, they explained the mission, vision, and values of Transcend Human. Uh, they dealt with some of the more uh, core concepts like the human condition uh, and why it's important to be a lifelong learner and some of the things that push us to think more transcendently. Uh, next, there was the controversy theory bucket. So we did a series of 17 episodes uh, that basically stemmed from a manuscript I wrote back in the early 2000s. Uh, each episode was a chapter from that manuscript and together uh, they form a theory for living, uh, kind of from the Christian perspective. Uh, the idea that if we can uh, just wrap our minds around this theory, that we would be able to transcend human even faster because we would have a firm foundation upon which to explore and grow. And then finally, we have transcendent ideas. So the rest of the episodes kind of took on more of a, a generic self-help vibe, if you will. Uh, these were one-off episodes that explored random topics like time, happiness, low frustration tolerance, moderation, fairness, normality, medical conditions, etc., etc., etc. And as we explored these topics, we discussed how to transcend them. In other words, most of these elements are part of the human condition, right? They make up the lives that we live. So we can either give into them the way the world suggests we give into them, or we can choose to be better, to transcend them uh, by choosing ahead of time how, that we, how we'll respond uh, to whatever it is. Now, some of you might be saying, so why is controversy theory in there anyway? I mean, what is that? Like, why, why did you do that whole thing for 17 episodes? It seems like you could have just done a podcast called Controversy Theory uh, and called it a day. And on some level, that might be true. In 2019, I was 100% focused on this concept of transcending the human condition. Controversy Theory was an old manuscript that I hadn't touched in close to, well, I don't know, 18 years. Uh, but as I began to record episodes of Transcend Human, uh, I began to notice a theme, right? In discussing ways to rise above the human condition, I found myself needing to explain why, why it's important, where the idea stemmed from. And often the easiest way to explain the, these things was from ideas that came out of controversy theory. So before I knew it, I was going back through my old manuscript to see if there were other helpful pieces uh, for the podcast. And eventually I realized that everything I was trying to convey on the podcast took root in some way in controversy theory. So that's when I shifted gears and I decided to walk through the entire manuscript before going any further. The thought was if we could all get on the same page with the ideas in controversy theory, then we would all have a firm foundation for the ideas Transcend Human was wanting to address. So that really wraps up season one. We completed Controversy Theory, and then we dove into 16 episodes on building ways to transcend human on that foundation. Number three, where are we going? So season two lies in front of us, 
a blank canvas just waiting to express itself. But how? How will it express itself? That was basically the question I wrestled with for the last two or three weeks. The last episode of season one was uh, December 14th, and so I've had some time to really sit back and think through what I want season two to be. Uh, you know, it's rough because I was knocking out a episode every single week for quite a few weeks in a row uh, during season one. And so it was rough that first week, you know, not not working on another episode and preparing it to go out. Um, but over the past two or three weeks, I've had that ability to really sit and think through what we should do this coming year. Um, and one thing I can tell you is we're not going to start with an episode uh, about New Year's resolutions. That's the the common thing that you'll you'll hear early January from bloggers, podcasters, YouTubers, right? It's all about the New Year's resolutions. Um, but that's not what we need to do. That's not the next step for us um, on the Transcend Human podcast. We laid the groundwork for Transcend Human 12 months ago, and it isn't something that's going to change. It's not like, oh, it's 2021. Let's come up with a new plan. No, it's the same plan. We're still trying to rise above the human condition uh, and transcend human every day in little areas of our lives. So that isn't going to change. Um, however, there will be some new stuff. Um, and so I have been able to think through some of those things and I've clumped them into three different distinct buckets, kind of like last year. Uh, so let's walk through those. Number one, random transcend human episodes. So we're going to continue to do episodes on felt need topics, you know, things that seem to be random, um, things based on maybe things that are going on in the world or things that I'm dealing with in my own life. Um, and together we'll figure out ways that we can transcend them moving forward. Number two, short series. So there may be some topics that I know I just can't do justice to in one episode. So similar to the two part series we did on transcending time uh, at the end of last season, you know, there may be some of those um, where we'll spend a few weeks uh, just on one topic. And one of the series that I know we'll probably be doing uh, in season two will be one on parenting. So look for that. Um, it'll probably be probably a four or five week series on parenting. And then finally, we have conscience-driven therapy. So conscience-driven therapy was really meant to be a book. Um, it was meant to be the companion book or follow-up book to controversy theory. And it was really uh, meant to build on the original theory, but with a focus on more of a self-help type manual or a field guide, if you will, for a Christian clinician. Conscience-driven therapy uh, was started, but never really finished. So the thought is um, to do a large series like we did for controversy theory last season, uh, basically doing an episode for every chapter of the book, uh, and together you know, they would form a complete set of tools that we could use as we navigate the human condition together. So look for that. Um, that's actually a pretty big undertaking for me because uh, with controversy theory, the entire book was written. Uh, it wasn't perfect by any stretch, but at least it was written. And so when I went back and did episodes on each chapter, 
uh, it was pretty easy to read through the chapter, pull out the concepts, pull out the themes, um, and then do an episode about them. However, with conscience-driven therapy, there's a lot of content that is in my head, but is not actually on paper. So uh, that's going to be a struggle, um, basically trying to write those chapters um, each week in order to get them out on, on the episode of the podcast. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we may, during the Conscience Driven Therapy series, I may have to push it to um, an episode every couple weeks, um, but we won't know until we get there. So that's it. Uh, that's what we have on the agenda for this year. So let's land the plane. Um, I love that you have joined us, even if this is your first episode. Um, I'm really looking forward to this new season and continuing the journey with you. As always, you can support Transcend Human in two huge ways. Uh, first is just to share it with your friends and family, either verbally or over social media. You know, link over to transcendhuman.com uh, so that people can check it out for themselves. And then second, as always, give us a positive rating on Apple Podcasts. For some crazy reason, this is the gold standard uh, for improving your visibility in the podcast world. Uh, there are so many podcasts out there, it's easy to get lost in the whole, you know, the, just the sea of content that's out there. So increased visibility means that it's easier for people who need to find this content to find it. Again, thanks for joining us and for supporting us here at Transcend Human. Um, here we go with 2021. Uh, until next week, everybody, keep transcending human. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the Transcend Human podcast. For more information, you can go to transcendhuman.com, where you'll find additional content as well as ways to contact us and links to our social media channels. Thanks again for subscribing to the show, and we'll see you again real soon.